Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord, we praise you, Father God. Praise you, Father God, for your presence in our lives, Father God. Praise you, Father God, for you willing, Lord, to sanctify us, Father God. You willing, Lord, to get your hands dirty, Father God. For your willingness and your love for us, Father God, that embraces, Father God. Lord, when we come to you, Father God, you don't see our filth, Father God, but you see, Father God, who we are in you, Father God. And you love, Lord, to embrace us, Father God, as we are, Father God. Lord, I thank you for that, Lord, and we praise you for that, Father God. Lord, as we study this week, Father God, about Jehovah Mekadesh, the Lord who sanctifies, Father Lord, help us, Lord, to be grateful, Father God, that no matter what mess it is, Father God, you are willing, Lord, to clean us, Father God, no matter, Lord, what mud and what filth we roll, Father God, that you are willing, Lord, to embrace us, Father God. Lord, I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit, Lord, will intervene, Father God, and to speak, Lord, to each one of our hearts and each one of our minds, Father God, and to take that, Lord, you cleaning us as a precious work in us, Father God, and make us, Lord, to be humble, Lord, and not to, Lord, bring work for you again and again and again, Father. I pray, Father, all of this, Lord, in your holy and your precious name, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A sanctified life has two responsibilities. One is being the royal priesthood to a holy God. And second is constantly letting go of the wild goat. So 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. As Christian, this verse calls us to declare his praises wherever we go and be the vessel that will display his wonderful light to this dark and dying world. This sanctified life calls us to be courageous and blunt about who you belong to. That you belong to the King of Kings, that you belong to the God Almighty, that you belong to the God of all. A royal priesthood belonging to Jehovah Mekadesh, the Lord who sanctifies. In the Old Testament, the high priest dressed distinctively different than any, anyone else in the camp. Every day of his life, the high priest dedicated himself to serving God. And when you looked at his face, there was no mistaking who he belonged to. And do you know why you could look in his face and see that? Because fixed to his turban on a golden plate were engraved these words, Holy to the Lord. This man was a walking billboard for God. Everywhere he went, there was a declaration on his forehead that he was set apart for God. That is the Old Testament priest. And for us, the Christians in the 21st century, Jesus Christ says in Matthew 5, 16, let your light go so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Jesus tells us that there is a way for people to look us in their eyes and know who we serve. So how are you a walking bill billboard to Jehovah Mekadesh, the Lord who sanctifies? Even after knowing him for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, what is your excuse of not being a walking billboard, of not being the bearer of the holy light? Are you still giving excuses that you are a work in progress? 
that is not a real excuse that is a lame excuse we keep giving time and again time and again that we are a work in progress when he calls us to be the bearer of the light before you were washed clean of your sins your life was filled with darkness then at the moment of salvation you were given a light which set you apart from the darkness the light showed you that you are a new person once you were dark but now you shine you have the light in you and on you but here is the thing about sanctification you are the one responsible for that light you need to make sure that you are growing that light stronger and stronger much like the one who adds more wood and more fuel to a fire you are sanctified you shine but you are responsible for the amount of light that that you are going to put forward are you going to shine just enough to light your own way or are you going to heap the logs and the fuel on the fire so that your influence spreads to tens and hundreds and thousands of people with the light of your god with the light of almighty and that is the priestly role he has called you to do a royal priesthood and so sanctification is every day you add fuel to your fire every day you shine every day you don't turn to you don't get to turn the lights off nor being a flickering light in the night god called you to shine like the stars in heaven constant burning giving direction and pointing to the wonders of god the creator stars don't flicker nor turn off next time when you look at the star remember that that is the call god has given you and how are you shining for him are you shining brightly for him or are you flickering like the stars we are called to live out our christian faith every day of our life even when we are down let the people around you rely on you don't let them down when you get down it means you are flickering when you are called to steadily shine for him when you are called to be a reliable star do not flicker you can be a steady reliable light because you are standing on the steady sure foundation that has been since the beginning of time the rock of ages and his name is jesus christ he is a trustworthy god when you feel like you are going to flicker when you feel like you are going to dim you can call upon him and he will make you to study you he will make you to shine sturdily for him and you don't have to keep on giving the excuse that you are a work in progress our our sanctification carries responsibility letting go of the wild goat in 2 chronicles 29 ezekiah was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in jerusalem 29 years his mother's name was abijah the daughter of zechariah and he did what was right in the eyes of the lord just as his father did had father david had done in the first month of the first year of his reign ezekiah opened and repaired the doors of the house of the lord then he brought in the priests and the levites and gathered them in square on each sides listen to me o levites he said consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the house of the lord the god of your fathers remove from the holy place every impurity for our fathers were unfaithful and did evil in the sight of the lord our god they abandoned him turned their face away from the dwelling place of the lord and turned their backs on him they also shut the doors of the portico and extinguished the lamps they did not burn incense or 
or present burnt offerings in the holy place of the God of Israel. Therefore, the wrath of the Lord has fallen upon Judah and Jerusalem, and he has made them an object of terror, horror, and mockery, as you can see with your own eyes. For behold, this is why our fathers have fallen by the sword, and our sons and daughters and wives are in captivity. Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord, the God of Israel, so that your fierce angers will turn away from us. Now, my sons, do not be negligent, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him, to serve him, to minister before him, and to burn incense before him. And then the Levites set to work. I'm not going to read all the names. That is from verses 12 to um, 14. And then I'm going to jump on to verse 15. When they had assembled their brothers and consecrated themselves, they went in to cleanse the house of the Lord according to the command of the king by the words of the Lord. So the priest went inside the house of the Lord to cleanse it, and they brought out to the courtyard all the unclean things, and they found in the temple of the Lord. Then the Levites took these things and carried them out to the Kidron Valley. They began the consecration on the first day of the first month, and on the eighth day of the month, they reached the portico of the Lord. For eight more days, they consecrated the house of the Lord itself, finishing on the 16th day of the first month. Then they went into King Ezekiah and reported, we have cleansed the entire house of the Lord, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils and the table of the showbread with all its utensils. Moreover, we have prepared and consecrated all the articles that King Ahaz in his unfaithfulness cast aside during his reign. They are now in front of the altar of the Lord. So for us, who is responsible for your sanctification? You are. You are the one who has to constantly drag the rubbish and impurities out of your life and always throwing fuel in, onto the fire so that you might shine brighter and brighter for him. You are the one who is available and obedient to God all the times. You are the one who will determine whether you shine brighter or, or whether you are going to let the flame dim and flicker or die. So take ownership of your life. There is no one that you can blame if you don't grow and if you don't shine. I'm going to repeat that. There is no one that you can blame if you don't grow and if you don't shine. And there is no ex excuse that you can give that you are a work in progress. If your life is, is the exact same brightness, the exact same influence as a year ago, you have got no one to blame but yourself. If your light is the exact same brightness, the exact same influence as a year ago, you have got no one to blame but yourself. Yes, Jehovah Mekadesh, the Lord who sanctifies, is there to help you. He is an ever-present help in times of trouble. But he did not promise that you could sit on a couch and do nothing. Let's hear again what Ezekiah did in verse 5. Listen to me, O Levites, he said. Consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the house of the Lord, the God of your fathers. Remove from the holy place every impurity. For our fathers were unfaithful and did evil in the sight of the Lord our God. They abandoned him, turned their faces away from the dwelling place of the Lord and turned their backs on him. They also shut the doors of the portico and extinguished the lamps. They did not burn incense or present burnt offerings in the holy place of the God of Israel. 
why did Ezekiah do that? Because he knows that is, as it says in Deuteronomy 23 verse 14, for the Lord your God walks throughout your camp to protect you and deliver your enemies to you. Your camp must be holy, lest you see anything unclean among you and turn away from you. Hezekiah knew when there is uncleanness, the holy God is not going to associate with him. The holy God is going to deliver him in the hands of the enemy. The holy God is turned away from Hezekiah and from his country and from his people. So he knew that his job was to keep the house of the Lord holy and to bring the people again to, to worship God with holiness and with reverence. So you and I are responsible to fuel the flame. You are responsible to set your life apart as holy by the way you live, by the words you say, by the music that you listen, by the way that you treat others, by the things you don't do and the things you do. Because he is Jehovah Mekadesh who walks throughout your camp. Your camp must be holy, no flickering, no dimming, not dying of your light. Because if you are flickering, dimming or your light is about to die, the verse says if he sees anything unclean among you, he will turn away from you. So it is your choice how you want your light. You want your light to be steady? You want your light to be remaining flickering, dimming? Or do you want your light to die? This is a story that happened, a real story that happened in the 19th century. In the 19th century, light, the lighthouses on the U.S. coast were tended by lighthouse keepers and their families. If a man who tended the light fell ill or became disabled, often the work was picked up by his wife or children. Such was the case of Hosea Lewis. In 1857, four years later, the keeper of the light on Lime Rock Island at Newport, Rhode Island, Lewis suffered a stroke. And at that time, his teenage daughter, Ida, took the responsibility for the light. Each day included cleaning the reflectors, trimming the wick, and filling the oil reservoir at sunset and midnight, along with providing for her father's care. With long and demanding tasks, Ida was unable to continue her schooling but daily dropped his siblings to class, whatever the weather, because they lived in an island by rowing the 500 yards to the mainland. In the mid-1800s, it was unusual to see a woman maneuvering a boat, but Ida, Ida became well-skilled and well-known for handling the heavy craft. The teenager gained a measure of fame at age 16 when she rescued four young men after the boat capsized. She rode to their aid, hearing their screams as they clung to their overturned craft. On March 29, 1869, Ida saved two drowning servicemen for nearby Port, Port Adams. Public knowledge of Ida's courage spread as far as Washington, inspiring President Ulysses S. Grant to visit Ida at Newport later that year. Ida rescued another two soldiers in 1881, for which she was awarded the United States Life-Saving Services' highest medal. In early February of that year, the two soldiers were crossing from Newport to Lime Rock Island on foot when the ice gave way. Ida, the lighthouse keeper, came running with a rope, ignoring peril to herself from weak and rotten ice, she pulled one, then the other to safety. All told, Ida Lewis personally saved 
something like 25 people in 50 plus years of keeping the light. Her last reported rescue came at age 63 when she saved a friend who had fallen into the water on her way to visit Ida on the island. When she was asked where she found strength and courage, Ida answered, I don't know. I am not particularly strong. The Almighty gives it to me when I need, and that's all. And the response was, I don't know. I'm not particularly strong. The Almighty gives it to me when I need it. That's all. Ida took up a responsibility that she did not even get to choose for her life. Her obedience and her faithfulness to the light saved lives. We hear about the ones that she literally pulled from the water, but imagine the thousands of ships and the crews that safely made it to the harbor because of the light in that lighthouse. Sanctification, sanctification means set apart, holy, consecrated. It means that you walk out your faith daily. It means that you light, your light is always on. It means that your reflector is uh, clear. It means that, that you are trimmed your wick. It means that your reservoir is always full with oil. And it does not flicker nor die. And it means that you take responsibility for your own growth. So who is the keeper of your light? You are. Because of your faithfulness and obedience, there will be many that you will literally save from spiritual death. But like Ida, because you are faithful to your light, because you take ownership and you keep the light clean and strong, there will be a multitude that, might, that you might not even, ever even hear, hear of who see your light and it shows them the way. And the light of God that shines through your influence to thousands and it's all because you took responsibility of cleaning your ref reflectors, of trimming the wick and filling your reservoir with the oil. That is the effect of sanctifica sanctification. Not only are you brighter being made more and more perfect every day until the day that you get to heaven, but your life touches and, touches and shows the way to many who would die without your light. So the call for us today is to surrender constantly every bit of your selfish will, past, present and future to God, to Jehovah Mekadesh, the Lord who sanctifies. You lay yourself on God's altar deliberately and sacrifice everything to him. Let him crush your will. Let him kill the old God of sin. Let him sanctify you and cleanse you. And when he, he does that, a new you will emerge. A new you that is fully given to God. A new you that desires God's will in every area of your life. Obedience is not a problem anymore because it becomes a joy. You being the imitator of Christ becomes a joy. That job becomes a joy and that gives you the fulfillment in your life. Why? Because you have experienced the holy of holies and the outer court is losing interest in your life. By the single acts of surrender unto holiness, sanctification soon becomes a habit of the dedicated life. Every morning when you read your word, every morning you look yourself according to the word of God, you are not ashamed to go and clean what filth is there in your reflectors. You are not ashamed, nor are you scared to trim your wick of pride and arrogance and rebellious nature. 
you are not ashamed to fill yourself with the holy presence of the almighty god to keep your reservoir full with oil that is what a dedicated life look like and you become the holy instrument unto god for the accomplishment of his holy purposes that is the effect when you allow him to fiddle with your life like the dentist you become the bearer of his light because god says be holy because i am holy so the question is how are you resisting his sanctification working you do you enjoy the old wild goat or are you mindlessly allowing the old wild goat to take control of your life what is stopping you from deliberately and sacrificingly sacrificially laying everything upon god's altar until you obey him deliberately and keep his com- covenant you can't be a treasured position you cannot be a kingdom of priests you cannot be a light bearer for jehovah mekadesh the god who sanctifies until you deliberately choose to clean your reflectors until you deliberately choose to trim your wig until you deliberately choose to fill yourself with the oil in a reservoir you will not become the royal priesthood of the god almighty you will not become the light bearer for jehovah mekadesh you will not become the treasured possession for him you cannot enter the holy of holies because the bible says god does not tolerate sin if you want to experience the holy of holies he want us to be cleansed he want us to be pure he wants us to help us to become pure and clean and holy because he doesn't want you and me in the outer court he want us in the holy of holies he loves us so much he wants us to have that communion with him he wants us to have that oneness with him he wants us to be always close to his chest and to listen to his whisper let alone the voice of him he wants us to be so close to his bosom that we can hear his whisper that is what holy of holies is and that is what jehovah mekadesh want to do in your life in my life he wanted to sanctify me he wanted to sanctify you so that we can be so close to him that we can listen to his whispers we can listen to the answers for all the questions we have we can listen to him saying that how darling we are in his sight how precious we are and how much he enjoys us being his royal priesthood being the light bearer for jehovah mekadesh don't trade the holy of holies for anything else in this world he wants you to be the bearer of his light won't you let him to sanctify you every single day won't you clean your reflectors and won't you trim your wake and won't you fill your reservoir so that you can experience the holy of holies every single day he is willing to clean you he is willing to get your get his hands holy hands dirty he is willing to do that for you and me then what is stopping us that is the message for us tonight any questions Lord and heavenly father we praise you praise you father god jehovah mekadesh the lord who sanctifies us lord lord i praise you lord lord i adore you i worship you lord lord i exalt you father god lord every time father god you are willing to clean us father god lord when our kids become 
make themselves messy and dirty lord we get annoyed lord more than cleaning them twice a day father we are so annoyed lord we yell at them we scream up the scream at them father god when we have to change that dirty clothes from them father god but you are not like that father god no matter lord how many times lord we fall into the mud no matter lord how many times lord we make ourselves lord filthy father god what you want us father god to be clean to be holy lord every single minute father god that you want us lord to come to you constantly father god so that you can clean us lord so that you can mold us lord so that you can wipe us father god so that lord we can leave our will at your altar lord so that you can crush lord our sinful desires father god so that lord you can kill the old goat of sin father god so that you can cleanse us father god and make us a new us father god lord you love remaking us lord every single minute lord when we come to you father god you you enjoy enjoyably you, you joyfully you do that father god you make you want us to remake us father god we are not who we were 5 minutes ago father god because of your marvelous hand lord touching us and sanctifying us father god we become a new creation again father god lord help us lord to take our responsibility carefully lord help us lord not to slack father god lord i pray father god when we look at your face father god every single morning father god help us to see your filth lord and to clean our reflectors right away lord and if there is any day lord we are not able to see your filth father god it means lord that we have not looked at your face properly lord we have not looked at your face diligently father god we have not looked at your face deliberately lord lord convict us father god the days when we don't look at you father god so that father god we don't live in filth father god lord give us the courage lord and give us the humility father god to come lord and to clean our reflectors lord every single day father god so that lord we can be the bearer of your light lord to the people who are lost in this world father god so that lord our light will go and rescue people father god lord jesus you want people to look at our eyes and to see lord whom we serve father god you are called us to be the light of this world father i pray father god help us lord to nothing lord to dim our light father god give us the constant desire father god to be shining lord steadily for you father god no flickering lord no dimming father god no dying of your light in us father lord help us lord to to chop our wicks father god when prayer when pride and rebellious spirit and arrogant spirit overtakes us father god may your holy spirit convict us lord and trim that wick right away father god lord i pray father god give us that the time with you father god the quiet time with you lord where we can lord every day lord keep filling our reflectors lord with your holy spirit presence father god help us lord not to run dry father god lord we know father god when we run dry lord we are not trustworthy father god because our light will go any minute father god because lord our lights are dimming father god because we are flickering lord in the pressures of the world we are caving in father god when you have called us to be the light of this world father we are not doing the job father lord i pray father god help us father god 
to be filled lord every minute lord by your holy presence father god so that we can be the bearer of your light father god so that lord we don't put your light lord under the couch father god we cannot do that father god because our light is shining so brightly father god that we have to set it on the top of the hill lord to be a blessing to many father lord help us today lord to take accountability father god that if you were if we are not shining today father god it is because of us lord if you are flickering today it is because of us father god if you are still in the outer court lord it is because of us father god if you are still enjoying the old wild goat lord it is because of us father god if you are mindlessly allowing the goat to con- take control of our life lord it is because of us of us alone lord if we are lord the same that we were lord year ago father god it is only because of us father god help us father god to take the responsibility father god and i pray father god give us the humility lord to come to jehovah mekedesh the lord who sanctifies lord every single day lord every single moment father god to come and be sanctified lord so that lord we will not miss even a minute lord being in the holy of holies lord Lord we are done standing in the outer court father god lord you pull us into the holy of holies father god give us a strong desire lord to be in your bosom lord so that we can hear your whispers father be with our group father god you bless us all father with your mighty presence lord in the holy of holies father god lord like this week lord like the israelites father god how they cleanse the temple lord help us to cleanse ourselves lord help us lord to drag all the impurities lord drag all the filthiness lord drag everything lord that is not lord pleasing in your sight away from our heart father god so that you can dwell in us lord so that lord our reservoirs will be filled with you father i pray father god for your your light lord give us the privilege lord as you have given us to shine your light lord we, we will take that privilege seriously lord and we will not let you to be ashamed of our life father I pray all of this Lord in the most precious Lord and the rock of ages Lord in the name above every name Lord in the name of Jesus Christ I pray Amen